Everybody, get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Go! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. To Blog Talks Radio, a date with destiny for Monday, November the 21st. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 5.30 p.m. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny. Once again, we have a super special show for you today. We are excited about our guest this evening. Returning to share with us is world-renowned saxophonist, Mr. Walter Beasley. He will be joining us in just a few short minutes, so don't go anywhere. To receive and download this podcast, simply go to the iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in a date with destiny. You can also receive it via my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, or simply by Googling us, Blog Talk Radio, Date with Destiny. Also, follow us on Twitter at least 101. That's L-Y-S-E 101. You can also send me a message through this site if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. You can send a message through my Facebook page, facebook.com, a date with destiny 101, or you can leave a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net. So, moving on to the moment we've all been waiting for. Um, We are welcoming back Mr. Walter Beasley, and he will be uh, joining us soon as I do his little introduction, which I'm so excited just to have him back with us. Um, Since 1998, Walter has been one of the 10 highest selling saxmen in the world while continuing his highly influential work as a full professor of music at his alma mater, the Berkeley School of Music, where he began teaching in the mid 80s. In uh, 2007, Walter also was the highest selling full time teacher ever, celebrating 20 plus years 
as a best-selling artist in the grand style to which he's accustomed, adding to his extraordinary total of over 800,000 units sold. So A Date with Destiny would now like to welcome one of the top five best-selling African-American saxophonists in the world since the late 90s, Mr. Walter Beasley. Hello, Mr. Walter Beasley, and how are you today? I'm very well. How are you? (laughs) I'm well. Thank you very much. Again, we would like to welcome you back um, to our show. Uh, You were with us this time last year. So we have been awaiting this moment to see what's been going on with you and to catch up with everything that you've been, uh, that has been going on with you within the last year, starting with Berkeley. Um, oh, so you heard, you heard. Yes, yes, I've heard. What's going on? Yeah. I, quit, I I rolled over in bed one day in July, and I decided I'd had enough. And um, I called, okay. I, said, I sent an email to the provost, and I said, uh, I quit, and then put it on Facebook. Um, you know, I um, I left a lot of money on the table um, because at mm-hmm. this age, you know, the, the game uh, institutions start putting a lot of money into your uh, your retirement account and all that kind of stuff. But I just felt that, you know, um, the curriculum and the, and the direction of the institution was not, um, uh, was, was not favorable to favorable to me, uh, doing what I needed to do to prepare students for the real music industry. So I decided to quit and, you know, um, I'm still going to do Skype lessons. I'm still going to do WalterBCLessons.com. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, you know the the curriculum in most of these institutions is not does not prepare the students uh, for the career uh, choices that they have to make on the outside, and that's what I want to focus on as it relates to teaching. Performing is another thing, but um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that, that my focus was on uh, doing the best that I could for the the students who came before me, whether it be on WalterBeasyLessons.com or uh, on Skype. Yeah, because I see that you're still doing, you've been doing Skype um, sessions for a while now. Um, I and I, I think that's. Mm-hmm. I think I was one of the first. When it popped off, I just remember saying, yep, this is exactly what I wanted. Um, you know, because, you know, let's face it, when you're in an institution, mm-hmm. you pretty much have to do what they do, you know. Um, and because I've been afforded the ability, well, because I've been so blessed to be able to. To, to be successful outside of the institution within it, um, I saw things differently, and I saw things that weren't being addressed. And mm-hmm. I could do that. I could do that on Skype. You know, I could do that uh, mm-hmm. on Walter Beasley Lessons, but I could not do that uh, to the best of my ability within the institution at, at the later it got because right. it, because it, it became about money. You know, it, well actually it was about right. Before to get into the college of music, whether you had talent or not, you could get in. And at that point, I got out. You know, and I think that's very admirable um, because, you know, as we grow and um, older and hopefully more wiser, we have to, you know, come to that point in our lives where we have to make a decision. You know, what's going to fulfill me um, to help me to move forward? And one of the things I absolutely love about you besides your music is the fact that you've always been an advocate for, uh, for the youth. 
Um, you've always been an advocate for people who are, for the students, basically, for those who want to learn how to play and to be the best at what they do. So, you know, that's, that right there is awesome within itself. I was blessed to um, have had probably, I'd say, one of the best music teachers ever. His name was Jimmy Cannon. And um, I got that love for, from him. I mean, he was a, mm-hmm. a great trumpet player, and he played with Count Basie and other people. Actually, he taught um, a couple of uh, people uh, in the jazz, traditional jazz vein as well. And um, okay. I, I just, he gave me that, that he, his, his philosophy was that, you know, applause is great, records are great. Mm-hmm. But when you're in front of somebody and you can actually give them the love that you have for the music and they can mm. take that with them and teach somebody else, that's what keeps the music moving forward. And that's what yeah. you know, Derek can Yes, yes, most definitely. And you're and another thing too, um you your passion um shows up in your music. Um, you're, the love that you have just for, not just for music, but just as for life, period. I mean, it, it shows up in your music. And one of the other things that I've um, noticed, you know, and I've I actually started following is your vlog. You have a vlog yeah. now. And when, yeah. And when you started talking about the, um, the um, audience and the applause, um, oh. you, you, yeah, that Walter. That was. I mean, what what inspired you? How did you come up with that idea? Because I think that that's amazing. Anybody who wants to play or isn't, you know, or already is playing, or who is a musician already and is out there, you all need to tune into his vlog. It's it's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate. It. I just, I just started the vlog channel. I think it's called Walter Beasley Walter Beasley Vlogs. I think a vlog mm-hmm. channel. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, what, that philosophy is based upon, uh, and again, you know, it's something that you can't really talk about an institutional as institution as much right. as you want to, because, because they like, you know, um, the institu- the system, the institution likes people who want to be uh, players who play for somebody or be uh, mm-hmm. tied to a system or tied to a band or tied to yeah. an artist. I started mm-hmm. realizing early in my career that I was talented, but, it, you know, it, it, the longer I stayed playing behind somebody or behind a group, the more, uh, the less confidence I had in my own abilities. Mm-hmm. And I think we all do that, but most people aren't really going to talk about that. So when I, when I got kind of famous or whatever, I just said, you know, I'm going to let people know that at this point, at this point in time in your form, at this point in time in your formative career, in your formative stage, when you go out with a, with a recording artist, Make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, and when that season is done, get out. Because what ends right. up happening is that you end up being uh, starting to get addicted. I remember, I remember I was playing with Brian McKnight on uh, Jay Leno, and mm-hmm. I don't know it was somewhere else in about there were about twenty or thirty thousand people. Then I played, I just sat in with them, and the, mm-hmm. the crowd roared. And I remember the feeling that that felt like, well, like wow, it was just like, oh my god. And I remember thinking to myself, Walter, they're not clapping for you; they're clapping, they're clapping for Brian. And that's right. when I said, you know what? I could get addicted to even Brian's applause. And I said, no, I got right. to get out. I can't do this. I can't do right. this. And I think a lot right. of musicians right. end up getting, getting addicted to other people's applause. And, and that word, we, yeah, we're going to have a good concert. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. We're going to do that. No, it's not about we. We is used to get, get you involved so that you become suckered into being part of that organization for an extended period of time. Mm. You've helped somebody right. build their career, build their house, or build their career, and you haven't, you know, taken care of your own home. So that's when I wow. did, you know, 
I'm going to start talking about that, especially young musicians, even musicians who are my age and older. You know, um, right. my band in my band, you know, three of the four people who are in the band are recording artists, and, you know, um, and that's what I want. I want them to have to sell their CDs beside mine when we go play or to go to, you mm-hmm. know, um, so I can introduce them to the, the world and, you know, tell people to go to iTunes and buy David Dyson's project or, or Wayne Jones' project or, mm. or this. You know, it's important for me to, to for them to understand that, you know, shoot, man, I can pass out tomorrow. You got to feed yourself. Right. <clears throat> that right there, that you see, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm talking about, you know, that's just amazing because, you, and, and then I shouldn't say that you don't see it too often because I've been blessed in my life where um, since I started this show almost five years ago, you know, uh, I've just been blessed to be able to interview people like yourself who want to give back and who are very sincere in in what they do. Um, it's not all mm-hmm. about me, 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 and I, I, I. So, yeah, you're definitely one of those people um, that I, I truly, you know, love and admire. And just also that gets me um, going on to the next topic. I, I want to talk about your latest album, but I want to go back a little bit and talk about your sax meditations. I just want you mm-hmm. to know that I listen to that all of the time. Um, I'm yeah. big on meditation. And um, just recently with the um, the uh, results of the last election, <laughs> um, and I'm telling you, the next day when I woke up, because I, I was tossing and turning all night, because I had a bad feeling that, that how it was going to go. And so when I woke up and found out, you know, actually, you know, the results, was just sick. I mean, I, and I think a whole lot of people were feeling the same way. Um, and so for me, it took me a couple of days really to get myself back and to get myself centered. And one of the things that helped me to do that was your music. Oh, I, I went to my, yeah, I went to my music and I, I, and I put on, you know, the whole, you know, just down the well played the whole uh, CD. I just had it on, you know, just keep playing, just keep playing it. And it really helped to bring me back. So I want to thank you for that. But I noticed that your latest album and I think your latest single, Her Presence. No, no, no. That was um, mm-hmm. my sax. Meditations, but I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Yep. Let's talk about that. Well, uh, I'm back <clears throat> actually happened kind of by accident. Um, okay. I was diagnosed uh, with a 95% blockage, blockage in one of the arteries in my heart. And, um, and I, yeah, it was, it was a trip. Um, I, I was having a little soreness of breath and I was walking around here and I was 270 pounds. I was just too big and, you know, not taking care of myself. So um, anyway, to make a long story short, mm-hmm. after I got the procedure, which was, which was great enough. And I would tell anybody who's having any kind of, you know, if you're, you're thinking about, you may not be feeling well, anything like that, any pain, go get a check because you just never know. So after I got it taken care of, I really didn't know if I was going to play again. So. Wow, Walter, how long ago was that? This, uh, I don't know. It's been maybe a year and a half. So when I did, when I did that, excuse me, I couldn't play for about two or three weeks. Mm. And uh, I bought a machine, and I started. Excuse me. Uh, I started um, doing beats and stuff like that, but I wasn't too good at it at all. So one of my mm-hmm. friends sent me a, and I I played the saxophone to it, and I wrote some some harmony and some melody to it, and I was like, this is this is cold blooded right here. And I said, you know what? 
this is this is this is what I was meant to do. I'm back. Let's just do this. And I and I named it. I'm back. And we had a number mm. one hit it at uh, Smooth Jazz uh, with that with that record. And then Hard Work is something I've always really liked uh, as mm-hmm. a song and as a as a uh, as a mantra. So you know we did that and we released released that and that was top twenty Billboard Smooth Jazz too. So it was a a very good comeback album for me. Actually, I never went anywhere, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know if I wanted to continue doing what I was doing. Uh, because right. I had sacrificed so much, but now I don't know what happened. But after I had the stints, I've been feeling great. I've lost thirty-five pounds. I quit. Berkeley. Oh, congratulations! You know, I just, yeah, you know, I mean, I've just make, been making decisions right after, right and left because, you know, <clears throat> when you look down a road mm-hmm. and you see that that road ends, mm-hmm. you start making different decisions. Most yeah. people don't get the chance to have that. You know, I got a chance to right. say, okay. Look, slow down, you know, look, this this is gonna end one day. How do you wanna live each right. day? And that's when right. I just said, you know what? I don't I don't wanna teach at that institution because it makes me ill. Just to go right. into work, uh blood pressure mm-hmm. high, they don't they're not really concerned about the students. That was my opinion anyway. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know what you can do on your own. And you know that you're still one of the best saxophone players and, and you know yeah. in the country, so why don't you just yeah and that's what I did. And that's how long awesome. that came to that is amazing. And so you had a you had a real wake up call. Oh yeah, as real as it gets. Um and I live <laughs> alone. So mm-hmm. you know, when you have a procedure like that when you have to get stents and you have to kind of be still for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, you know, you you know, and it's in the wintertime too, and I live in Boston, it's cold, you know, mm-hmm. you uh you have to look really deep inside yourself, um Right. Uh, ask yourself some serious questions about you know things, and and I had to do that, um, and and I and I my situation is is just not even as as uh, important as or as grave as a lot of other people's are when they have to do the same thing. So right. you know I call us we're part of a special club that you know uh, you know we see the end uh, or, or we we're we're able to see that everybody ends up the same way, <laughs> but yeah. only we've been given a, a special glimpse as to you know yo. You know, get your get your life together. Yes, yes, I call that also. I'm um, hitting rock bottom. Um, you know, when you're down, you have nowhere to look but up. <laughs> so, yeah. and some people choose to stay down, and then there there are those of us who you know choose to just continue on and and make the best of it. Um, I I heard I think I think it was on one of your vlogs that I listened to because I think you have three right now. Three or four. Yeah, I'm not you sure. remind me. I'm gonna start doing those. I'm, I'm trying to finish up. Actually, I have a new single out um, before we go any further. Call um, mm-hmm. uh, don't say a word. Don't say a word. And I just released that actually a couple of days ago. So for oh. those interested on um, iTunes and Google Play and CD Baby and uh, that thing. And, and and basically, this is going to be different because now I've actually learned how to do the machine and my assistant road manager got me into this uh, genre called chill hop and it's like I've never heard of that one man look chill hop is on and popping it's like they do okay. samples and they use machines and stuff like that the way and it just groove it just grooves out <clears throat> oh wow so yeah this album will be a little bit more you know heavy into the R&B and groove type of thing and it's called uh, um, the, the single's called don't say a word and it's really getting some some nice pop and people on social media and and, and people have been buying it so I'm yeah. very 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 grateful that you can buy, you know, like I said, it's on uh, CD Baby, iTunes, uh, 
Google Play, and all the out Amazon.com. So, you know, it, okay. I'm very proud of that. It's been different. You know, actually, yeah, actually I heard it um, because it was on uh, social media, and um, I went on, of course, and I, you know, listened to it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is – well, everything you do is amazing. But, you oh, know, so, well, and that brings me up to another song because last year this time you – actually did another a favorite genre of mine so you know i'm in that dc baltimore corridor right and yeah 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 and you did a go-go you did mr magic in go -Go. oh my gosh i lost my mind when i heard that i was like what i uh, I had you know um i had called it david dice my little brother lives in washington dc and i called um i called it one night and David took over for bass after I lost my bass player, uh, Web, Webster Roach, to a stroke. Mm. And uh, mm. he called, I called Mr. Magic, and um, and he and he and I guess he counted off real slow. He said, "Well, let's do a go-go." I'm like, "Go-go? I never heard." Of it. Well, I mean, to make a long story short, Chuck Brown was into uh, part of the go-go movement, not the go-go movement, came out of Mr. Magic, that groove. And and Chuck Brown was just he really loved that song, and he created that mm-hmm. movement. From, from uh, Mr. Magic, I had never mm-hmm. heard it slow down and done strictly go go before. Right and when they when they hit that sucker man, I was like, uh oh. And it'd been done before in the area, but nobody had recorded before. And I said, you know what, we have to record this. And I think I was one of the first, yeah. not the first one to record Mr. Magic as a go go piece. So I was, and it really came out hot. So I was, I mean, the cast was oh. DC too. So you can't front. Yeah. You know, when, you play, when you do go go, the thing I love about DC, Baltimore, the DMV. Is that y'all know go go and you know yep. when it's not go go. That's know? right. And, and, that, that's, and that's the interesting thing about it. So it's like I just I knew I had to use these DMV cast to do something yep. like that. And it was just it was yeah. every time we do it, it's just like a party, man. We just we get tired oh. and it's just so, you know, so. Yeah, because it's yeah, like that, it's addicting and you can't even stop. Yeah, you just bouncing around in the chair. That's gotta be one of my <laughs> favorites. One of my favorite pieces is uh, uh um, yes. Mr. Magic Go Go. So, yeah, because the last time I think I asked you, and I've still been waiting, so it's been a year, and I haven't heard any more go-go from you. So what's up with that? Uh, I think I might be go-go'd out, you know. Um, <laughs> I, mean, you just, I mean, you said you know, that last that year, Walter. Oh, yeah, look, when we do that song, it lasts about 10, 15 minutes. I know how y'all get down there, down, down there, you know, with the go-go, like, all night and all that. That ain't me. I, I come from California, and you. I live in Boston. Yeah, I got you know, I got to do 15, 20 minutes, and then we out. You know, I mean, the job is, I, you know what? I, I really got into this backyard. They did um, uh, "Hello from the Other Side." Go go. Uh huh. Oh, yes. Older. That joint, man. I was like, ooh, I had my students do it because they, well, actually, I, I don't teach there anymore, but they had never even heard of go go. You know, most of the students are suburban white uh, white kids. And uh, uh-huh. boy, when we did uh, Adele's uh, "Hello from the Other Side," the backyard version, Gogo, they lost their little mind. I know they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just something about that beat. Yeah, yeah, and they loved it. So I taught it to them, and I had asked them actually DC cats come in and just teach them, you know, the real stuff because I don't, you know, I can't, I couldn't teach Gogo. So. Right. Well, okay, so so I'm gonna um, see if I can get a, a small commitment from you. Now you've had a year. It's been it's it's been over a year, 
And mm-hmm. maybe you would just consider picking one more song and just doing a go-go piece one more time. And, and, and you can say that I inspired you to do it again. That would be great. Well, I will take it under consideration. <laughs> and I have a conversation with David Dyson because he would probably have to produce it. Okay, that would be cool. That that's good. You you guys heard that, right? He said he will take it into consideration. So you know we're going to leave it there. But I'm really keeping my fingers crossed on that one because you just tore that up. I don't mean no harm. That was just amazing. So, but um, getting back to um, your one of the things that I heard on your blog, your vlog was that you are now into meditation yourself. Um, And there's something, there's one thing that I picked out that I wrote down and I highlighted it because I wanted to go into this, just to just touch on it a little bit. When you said Mm -hmm. um, waiting on breath to make a decision, Mm. that was deep. And if you could just explain that to everybody, because I know what that means, but what does that mean to you? Well, the center of our existence is based around, for me, I mean, and and Mm -hmm. and I'm not a, you know, I don't, I just like breathing. And I like yoga. It's breath. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, when you inhale, that's, inhale is how you get the, inhalation is what I call, that's where you get the inspiration. It's another word for inspiration. And mm-hmm. the way you exhale is how you express that inspiration. Mm-hmm. So I have always made my best decisions when I've been quiet and just listened to my breath because the mind is mm-hmm. quiet, the body's quiet, and the breath kind of just, you know, uh, centers everything. And at that point, you can make a decision based upon, you know, uh, the silence. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I've—that's that, what I'm best at now. I mean, when I make my best decisions, I'm quiet, and I, mm-hmm. I, I block out all the chatter, and that's how I make them. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much okay. it. Um, and I breathe deeply and just try to ignore the the chatter. Um, you know how the mm-hmm. mind goes through all that chatter. Yes. If I do come to a decision based upon the silence, I can feel it and I'll make it. And if I don't, I'll wait to the next breathing session or whatever. That's just it. Now, did you just come upon this, you know, after you, you know, um, you, you took ill and, you, you know, you made that decision, you, you you thought about everything and now you're back. And so all of this is, is new to you and, you know, something that you've incorporated into your daily life. Um, I've always done it, but I think that it, it gets deeper as I get older. I mean, because we always, okay. you know, I think that, um, you know, the, the, the situation with the artery, that has a lot to do with my diet and the tour life and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I was mm-hmm. into meditation when I did the Sax Meditations 1 and 2. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that's probably kept me in the game. It's probably enabled me to to, uh, to be able to teach for 30 years and to perform for 30 years. <clears throat> right. And you're still performing. So when are you um, coming back this way? That's what I want to know because it's been a, it's been a minute. <laughs> are you talking Baltimore or DC? Baltimore. Well, either or. Baltimore's closer for me. Oh, so well, DC. I was in DC. Um, well, I did a Capital Jazz cruise, which is both mostly all DC people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll be at Birchmere May twentieth, um, and I'll also okay. be in Birchmere. Uh, yeah, I'll be in Birchmere in between. But I might be doing another outside concert uh, in Landover or something like that. I don't know where that yeah, is. Yeah, mm-hmm, Landover, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. that The ink isn't dry on that, so that may happen. Okay. May not. But mm-hmm. that'll be that. I'm looking to get back to Baltimore, too, actually. Um, but I have to work on that. <clears throat> okay. 
All right. Well, I'm definitely going to keep, you know, um, just watching to see um, when you are. And I don't know if you remember, I did remind you of this um, the last time you were on, but I just wanted to uh, one one more time let you know and remind you that you allowed my son to play with you in um, Blues Alley, like like years, several years. Yes, sir. That was my son. And he... Yeah, he's now in in um California um out there doing his thing. So, you know, and that's another thing. That's why one of the reasons why I just believe that you are just, you know, one of the people that are just amazing. All that you do for your students and for the youth out here who are even trying to get into the business. Now, you have a label, correct? Right. I have my own label. It's called Affable Records. Now, are you so, signed? Is anybody else signed to your label, or how is that? No, how does that work? No, basically, it's basically um, I wanted to release my own records to my own label, okay. so that you know the majority of the expenditures and income would come to me. So right, that's how gotcha. it started. You know, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'll ever sign anybody, but you know it is possible. But that has to scale the business and the record company and make it bigger. And I'm not so sure right. to do that. You know, again, the breath will dictate that. Right. I got you. I got you. And what's the name of your label again? Affable. A-F-F-A-B-L-E. Um, okay. Actually, I'm going to um, uh, put out a, a record called um, The Best of Walter Beasley, The Affable Years. Uh, people mm. didn't know it, but when I was, I, I recorded, let me get this, uh, Back At You was on mm-hmm. there. Walter Beasley is on there. Um, I'm Back is on there. Both Sax Meditations are on there. Um, mm-hmm. So I've had it for a long time, actually. Oh, okay. Now you're still performing, of course. Now, have you slowed down in your performing, or have you has it picked up since you're no longer teaching at Berkeley? Well, picked up, picked up. I did the, the cruise, and I did New Jersey, and I did the mm-hmm. um, uh, Hampton, did Hampton, not Hampton Jazz Festival, but it was the, the Jazz. Oh man, I'm forgetting now. Um, That's okay. Of, it was, but I was in Hampton. Um, next in a week and a half, I'm in Boston. And then uh, I go to Fayetteville, and then I end up uh, the year in uh, Indianapolis. <clears throat> wow. So you are done. I wish I had known about that cruise, though, because um, we probably would have tried to make that. But I'm quite sure there's so many, so much more coming up. Um, so for 2017, you have a lot on your plate, or, you know, um, do you plan on slowing down a bit, or are you just going to keep on going until the wheels fall off? Well, I don't know. You know, it depends on, uh, you know, if I, if, if I end up like dating somebody and getting married, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, then I, I may give the whole thing up. I just don't know. I mean, I've been doing a long time, okay. so you know, it depends, you know, I mean, if you're going to marry a woman's not going to, you know, uh, <laughs> like the fact that you running around all over the country, you know, and not right. putting the first. So I have to those kind of decisions when they come. So I right. mean, I, I enjoy what I do. I love what I do. Uh, but mm-hmm. when it comes time, to, to choose something that may be a little bit different and you know I'll, I'll make that decision when it comes but so you know so today you know uh, I'm gonna rock it till it falls off I hear you and another thing that you're amazing at and I, that I saw online you're playing the bass guitar now yeah I'm gonna do that sucker off the, the ship I'm not <laughs> so, so bad why <laughs> I just messed up so bad. I just went. If I if I wouldn't have gotten arrested, I would have thrown that sucker off the ship. You know. You would have had a bad night. Had a bad night. Really? I haven't tested since. Yeah, I haven't tested since. I got to really think about 
you know, if I really want to play it or not, because um, I think part of it was I lost my bass player to a stroke, and it keeps me oh. near him, you know. So, yeah. Um, but I got to find out if I really want to play that. Now's the time. You know, you when you have a situation like that, you know, mm-hmm. either you put it down or you keep going. So, you know, again, I, I, I like you. to practice I got you. Well, let's talk about your band camp just for a second. Um, you're still doing that. Now, how do people sign up for that? Uh, my lessons, Walter Beasy lessons. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, is that your yeah. band camp? No, band camp is where you can buy, uh, don't say a word. It, band camp is just another way to, to buy the material. Um, okay. There are deals on there. We can buy my whole cat, affable catalog for like, you know, I think with a, a 30% discount um, okay. on there. It's called Bandcamp. You just do Bandcamp and go to Walter Beasley, and you can just go a whole bunch of, you know, just um, download oh, gotcha. a whole bunch of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But no, the Walter Beasley lessons, you just sign up. If you're a saxophone player and you like to play and you want to get some, um, I think they're valuable lessons, and you know, and, and, and uh, learn from a person who's been out there for 30 years, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he's pretty pretty much uh, at the top of this game. Then it's something that I uh, and people really like, and, and something I enjoy doing. I put a new lesson up once every couple of weeks. So, okay. Uh, one of my favorite things to do. Okay. Now, have you been? Because um, I know you uh, you are sing as well. So, what songs on this new album are you actually singing on? Uh, you talking about uh, "I'm Back" or the one that's coming? Mm-hmm. I'm back. Uh, there's yeah, a tune called Music. Mm-hmm. There's a tune called Music. Excuse me. I before uh, we got on the uh, the show. That's okay. Um, and if anybody's listening, yeah, and it's probably shouldn't say this, do not get those new Doritos, man. Those things are hot. Good. <laughs> the spicy ones. They just came out with something called roulette, Russian roulette, or something like that. But, oh man, wow. Like, I, I, I ate two, man. I had to stop. So anyway, um, oh my but, god! Um, <laughs> oh, it was terrible. And you did that uh, before the interview. Problem. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, I didn't know it was going to kind of go that way. So you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I know now. I put them right. You know now, <laughs> right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so far, um, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I'm gonna. It's gonna be an EP, so it'll be six songs on. There. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about increasing it. There's a song that I've done uh, that I want to do, but it, and it's, it's sounding kind of nice on there. So there may be one or two that I sing, uh, but so far the six songs, the EP will just take you through. I mean, you put the sucker on, it's just like riding in your car, uh, putting down the, the, the windshield and just like letting it go. And that's yeah, what I want. Yeah. Twenty-five, thirty, because that's what we need right now, you know? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. So, Walter, let me ask you this. Um, This just came to me. So what would you tell um, a person who aspires to uh, play music because it's not that easy to get into the industry, um, number one, but someone who really aspires to do what you do, you know, um, get out there. They love music so much, Um, but it just seems like it takes forever uh, for something to materialize or something to happen. So what it, what would you tell somebody like that who's like, you know what, I, I love this, and you know, but sometimes they they get they get down maybe because it's not happening quick enough. What well, advice would take, you have for them? It may take forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it may take a long, long, long time. The question is, mm-hmm. are you really that into music to wait that long? 
You know, are you gotcha. there? Are you there for, you know, I, I tell people a lot of times that the re- what separates me from a lot of other musicians is a lot mm-hmm. of musicians um, you know, do this to get famous. I did it because I wanted to be the best saxophone player I could be. Gotcha. Um, and then I wanted to be famous. So, you know, I live, mm-hmm. breathe this, you know. Um, mm-hmm. There are musicians who are in it now, younger musicians especially, who are doing it just simply because they want to be famous or they want likes on Facebook. That's the difference. Gotcha. And the music sounds like that. So if right. you want to do that and you want to stay relevant for, for 10, 15, 20 years, it's constant study. Mm-hmm. You may not make money for a long period of time. You mm-hmm. may make only a little bit for a long period of time. You know, mm-hmm. um, But during that time, you have to remain resolute. You have to remain, you know, focused on the task at hand, and you have to work on being better every day or every, and you know, every week. Um, if right. you're, if you're, if you can do that, then you will be successful. Mhm. Mhm. But I, you know, people that, don't know, people don't see uh, that I, I practice, you know, at least two, three times a week. I study mm-hmm. every day. Every day I try to learn mm-hmm. something new, um, mm-hmm. and I'm always, you know, reinventing myself. So, you know, that's. That's the name of the game at this point. Right. And who did you have to inspire you? Because I know that a lot of times, and it's not just in music, it's just it's in anything. When you have someone that um, motivates you and inspires you, that kind of helps too. So who does it for you or who did it for you? Uh, different people along the way. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Grover was my, one of my favorite saxophone players. Uh, and other people stepped in. My teacher, uh, my parents were helpful in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have to motivate myself. You know, right. Um, there you go. That's it. And, you know, like today, I mean, everything is in, you know, everything has to do with time for me. You know, like after the mm-hmm. interview, there's something I need to do. Um, everything has their own successful and, and, and to sell and to and to be and to have the best product possible. Right, right. That's that's awesome. Well I hope that you continue with your vlogs. I look forward to the next one. And I want the listening audience to know as well. Um make sure you you know you catch his vlogs because it's not always just about music. It's you know life lessons as well. You know, and you you really give out some really good um, information. So please, please, please keep that up. Well, thank you. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I didn't know. I, you know, I started and I I kind of got lazy with. It. Oh my godmother had gotten sick, and mm-hmm. and I didn't. I stopped it for some reason. But I'm gonna pick it up because I I think it was a good idea. And it, it and it, it just comes. Some of these things just come to me, and that's that's what I really want to kind of like you know. Oh, yeah. This came to me today. It may it may be helpful to you. Well, you so know what? You. I'll tell you. Yeah, you're welcome. And I'll tell you this. Whenever you do that, I'll make sure that I share it, you know, um, just share the information. Like you had a, a thing up about, um, I think, a Skype session coming up and it was a discount or whatever um, that you put out yeah. there. And I shared that information because I want, you know, people need to know that you're out there and that you have a heart for teaching. And you want people to be better at what they do. So definitely, whenever I see something that you put out, I'm sharing it. And I'm asking other people to share it as well. Thank you so very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, Walter, I thank you um, so much for for coming back on. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share or say before I let you go? I really don't want to let you go, but I will just because. 
people can um, can access me through my my uh, my uh, music face, Facebook musicians page, musician fan page. I'm loaded up on the personal page, and and uh-huh. um, you know you can catch me on Twitter uh, at Walter Beasley or Instagram on Walter Beasley. So for those okay. of you interested in keeping up with what I do, uh, and the releases and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, that's where where I'll be. So you know, for the foreseeable future. <laughs> okay. Yep. Because your Facebook page, um, you're always like posting, you know, great stuff, and that's how I found out actually about Don't Say a Word, which is awesome, by the way. Oh my gosh. Thank you. So yes, you're welcome. So I do have a partial partial commitment that you are going to think about doing another go go piece. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that was just really amazing, huh? I started, um, actually, I started growing this business. Can't, oh, I don't know when this is being aired, but this is can no shave November month, and uh, I stopped shaving, and I'm like letting this beard grow in. And this, it's, uh, you know, you're supposed to de- um, donate everything that you would have uh, made, um, spent on your, your grooming to cancer awareness. So, uh, oh. for all of those who you may, people may not want to do the beard thing, but you know, cancer's. You know, it's, it's a terrible affliction. I just want you know yeah. to kind of keep that. I I, I I had a gig in November. I didn't want to scare people, so I did it after my my gigs. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Oh, I look. So you have to post a pic. You wouldn't even know it was me. You wouldn't even. I did well, it on my Facebook page. Well, is it yeah, on your Facebook page? Yeah, I just I posted. I think it's yesterday. It's only been a week, but boy, by the time this month is over, it's, I'm gonna look like Grizzly. I already look like Grizzly Adams. It's crazy. Okay, so, uh, so I definitely have to go check that out when we get off of here. Now, actually, you're live yeah. right now, so this is there. This is live, live and um, live. you're live on the live. um on the radio. Yeah, across the internet. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you are live right now. We've got the, we've got a few people listening in, so you know that's Thank pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so. Yeah, and that's what that again. That's one of the things that I really love about you, and that right there comes across in everything that you do, every every piece of music you play. Let me ask you a real real, uh, real quick question: Do you know Dante Winslow by chance? I know so many Dante. Dante he's a um, trumpet player. Is that the guy who's opening for me? Is he really? I, I Where? Know. I don't know. I, no, okay. No, no, I don't know. Okay, so I just thought that maybe because he's like um, he's out of Baltimore too, and he's out there doing the thing. He plays with um, Justin um, Timberlake and Jill Scott, and he's been, he's just out there doing it. He's a young um, musician too, and he has his own label, uh, Don, uh, Winslow Dynasty. Actually, there's um, the the horn section from Justin Timberlake. The one of the guys went to Berkeley College of Music. Actually, all they, most of them did trombone player. They call themselves something horns. I don't know if he's playing. If they, yeah, if he's playing, if he's part of that group, he might okay. be. Is he white or black? No, no, he's black. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think. I don't. I don't know. Uh, um, but okay. Well, what I'll do is. Well, what I'm going to do is, like, when I think about it later, I will send you, like, a picture or something of him. I'll send it to your to your Facebook page, like your message, you know. You do look yeah. at your messages, correct? Uh, I look at them and my assistant does. I don't, I don't, I try to get people not to, not to, not to do that that much because it overloads her, you know. So gotcha. it's just like, because I have 32,000 uh, 32, people on one of them, so it kind of gets crazy. But you can, you know, you right. always can 
<laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Walter Beasley. I really appreciate that. So, well, you know what? I'm I'm going to go ahead and be nice and let you go. Um, when when I do, I'm going to end up, because I said I had to play Mr. Magic again for everybody, just in case people missed it or have never heard it. Never heard it. I've got to do that. And then I'm going to end up uh, with um, I'm Back. I'm going to close out the show with that so everybody can take a listen. And I'm hoping that you will go to the iTunes store and download um, his latest, which is, um, now I'm Back is not the latest, right? Um, I'm back is the latest. Yeah, I'm back is the latest. Um, don't, don't say a word. It's just a single. Don't say a word. Coming yeah, but the, gotcha. but I'm back. It's still, it's still selling like, you know, for an independent record, it's still doing real well. And I'm very, very, very grateful. Um, but, you know, as soon as they hear it, it like goes right to the store and just get it. So I'm just, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it, and it's one of those records. So I'm very grateful for it and humbled by it. But um, no, yeah. don't say a word. is going to be the same thing. I'm, I'm very excited about that this yeah, I wish I had thought about um, uploading that one because I love that. That is so nice. It is so nice. So, yes, everybody, please make sure you make a trip. Well, after you hear I'm back, you're going to want to get it. So I'm not even, you know, worried about that because it's really, really good. So, Mr. Beasley, thank you again so much for um, joining us. And hopefully you'll come back again next year. and We can talk again to see, you know, what's going on with you. I hope that you do come you. this way. I would love you. Yes, and um, I will come and see the show, definitely. So I hope that you have a wonderful and safe, blessed Thanksgiving holiday. And, of course, just blessed in everything that you do. Thank you. And the same for you and everyone listening. Thank you so much, sir. You take it easy and have a great holiday, okay? All right. You the same, sir. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that again was Mr. Walter Beasley. Um, and so right now I'm going to give you guys a treat and I want you to just, you know, you know, turn it up, get ready to crank the volume on your stereo, not stereo, but your computer, whatever you're listening to, just turn it up because this right here is a treat. Mr. Magic, uh, Go-Go Style by Walter Beasley.
wow, okay, just wow. I'm out of breath just listening to that. That was Walter Beasley's Mr. Magic Go-Go Style. Oh, my God, that is amazing. That's just amazing. Absolutely love it. So that concludes our show for this evening, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. I'm really out of breath from listening to that because I'm over here just dancing in my seat. How can you not? Did you hear that? That was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Okay, so shout out to my family who are always loving and supporting me. And to all of my friends and colleagues and all of my social networking sites, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in every single Monday um, and just supporting the show. We also want to thank Walter Beasley one more time. Walter, thank you, thank you, thank you again for sharing a part of your evening with us. We had a great time and we appreciate all that you do um, for our future artists and musicians. Continued peace and blessings. Once again, uh, this is um, just amazing uh, to have someone who loves music as much as he does and takes the time out to help our youth uh, to be better, Um, not just at playing music, but to be better at just being um, a person um, and just giving out life lessons, the things that he's learned. So we just want to thank you for that um, and, and just sharing your wisdom with us because we know that knowledge is power. And when we know better, we absolutely do better. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 and follow us on Twitter at least 101. That's L Y S E 101. So we're going to end tonight's show with the song from his latest album. I'm back. And actually that's the name of the latest, his uh, single on that um, album. I'm back. Um, So your mission, if you choose to accept it, is this, ladies and gentlemen. Take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God first and learn how to love yourself because, after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. Mm-hmm.
now. Insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you.